everybody, and welcome to episode 400 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I'm your host today, Chris DeHoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Hello there, Chris. Dana Eileen. Howdy. And Jordan Biordi. That's me. We need confetti cannons. It's episode 400. Hey, I wore my cupcake shirt Get for a... the occasion. I'm celebrating. I mean, I put on like a nice shirt. I was like, and it's a special occasion. My, my dress hoodie. I thought about wearing a tie and like a suit and getting all like awesome. That would have been ready. a choice. I was going <laughs> to. It's a momentous occasion. I, I, I consider that too, but yeah. If it was going to be last week, I was going to be drinking heavily, but now I'm in the office. I mean, I don't <laughs> my know. boss is here. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know what's in that. This cup, is just yeah. straight whiskey. It's fine. <laughs> my nails are painted judgment. today. I feel so dainty. Mm-hmm. This, anyway. this timeline calls for that level of. of, of it does. Um, hydration? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> dehydration, <laughs> I think. Dehydration. Slowly killing myself. It's fine. Fuel. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's a We're all fine. bit of a momentous occasion around here as it's our 400th episode of the podcast since 2012. And I mm-hmm. uh, thought we'd kick off a little bit by having Brandon talk about some of the history behind CG Mag and Pixels and Ink and this whole crazy little enterprise of ours. Yeah, what do you want to? How do you want to start that? What is... That was him starting it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Tell us a tale, Papa Brendan. <laughs> that was weird. No. Tell us a tale uh, of the old days. <laughs> I don't think he likes it when you call him Daddy Jordan. <laughs> Papa, it's different. <laughs> no, you made it's, that real weird. It's more. That's it's more wistful. <laughs> Have I ever not made it weird, guys? Brendan's calling the calls. That's it. I quit. Okay. Yeah, CG Magazine started the podcast i guess it was originally called the cg uh, cgm podcast we were not original um and we've really kind of evolved it over the time like we've when we were based in toronto we tried getting on guests or people that might bring a different level of color to the podcast and um now that we're mostly doing it remote we still are trying to do that in part but i guess that has definitely died down a bit we've had like guests on like david hater has been on the podcast we've had people like um Super Brothers from uh, Sword and Sorcery were on it, along with Ben Rivers and numerous other people. So it really has kind of evolved over time. Uh, I think it's kind of in its final form where it really does kind of work with the site rather than tangentially to the site. It's final form. Yeah. (laughs) Is it the boss? Are we going to have to fight it tonight? Yeah, clearly. I didn't bring my fighting pants. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I, I really do think the podcast has changed and evolved, but it's the people that make it great. <laughs> I was almost barely genuine. tolerate all of you. <laughs> I was almost barely tolerate beautiful. So Jordan, or not Jordan, sorry, uh, Brendan, I know uh, you said you can't find your first episode. Do you have any memories of it whatsoever? Like who I, was there? The, the first, Batman? First, weren't you? Literally have no idea what would have been talked that's, about. Yeah, that's a episode. while ago too. That's it's a long time ago. So four hundred something related to games, I think. <laughs> Possibly games and or comic books. Or movies that might have been on there too. And it was there March twenty twelve, so like that was that's going back. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I was yeah, a bit you were, you, were, you were like the very first episode, right? Like I was, yeah. Thank was you. it was you and Wayne, wasn't it? It's Wayne and a few other people were on the first. See, that's one. what I asked. Who, like who? Jeez. I don't actually know. I'd have to, I, if Chris is looking at it, he might. Know I'm, I'm, I'm digging. I'm digging here. Uh, 
Miss Castro just subscribed for another. Hey. This is his six month subversary. Nice. He's the best, baby. I'm pretty sure he and I are our only <laughs> subscribers, but that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. I subscribe to myself. <laughs> so, in our very first episode, CDC was going on in San Francisco. And oh, CDC. do you see? You found it? And G crew, as we called it, and special guest Stephanie Cook talk about what interesting news is coming up from over there. Oh, a new cool. studio from Peter Molyneux. Hmm. That's been 22 back. cans. Well, that oh, was 22 shoes. cans being started. Wow. That was a while ago. Uh, talk about the new Assassin's Creed 3 trailer. It's and been then uh, you've been waiting for a certain amount of time discussing Mass Effect 3 in a spoiler free way. Oh, cool. Oh, how kind. Love Mass Effect. Little time capsule there. Hmm. There you go. What has, tw- has 22 cans done anything? Uh, they did Goddess, and now they're doing some weird M- NFT thing. So it was just the one thing, and now they've been Great. in the NFT campus. Yeah, basically. It's, okay. it's, it was one Great. good thing, and then, well, no, no. They also did um, Curiosity, that weird cube you clicked on. Basically a clicker game. Curiosity kills the cat. Cube clicker. Huh. It was a weird thing, uh, but they did that. Then they did Goddess, and then they're doing uh, that weird... Um, NFT thing and Goddess on mobile is kind of like a uh, gotcha game. So, welcome yeah. to episode 400 where we read you the internet. I'm not reading the internet. I just <laughs> I know. It's, just, it's interesting to see how it pans out, you know? Like, that was Peter Molyneux forming a studio at the time. You know, oh, the, you know, support camp. This thing. famous guy. And now he's just like, guess I'll chill for NFTs. Yeah, I'm, I'm I still really don't understand of... what they are, and I refuse to learn. They're a receipt, do, 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 literally do, do, do. a receipt. Stop saying that. I don't get it. Leave it alone. Don't teach Dana NFTs. Oh no, I just broke my Tim Hortons lid. This might be an interesting podcast, guys. Make it into an NFT. <clears throat> it's a dribble cup now. So okay. then, the next of us of this curtain crew to come on the show then was Jordan, and you were around what episode one seventy one. That is correct. Uh, actually, the the I think the funny thing about that was. Um, Speaking of guests, that was like that. So that was like the second week into my like starting at CG, and literally the day before I started, Brentel Floss was on the podcast. was was in the office at the podcast, so I almost met Brentel Floss. I have um, no idea what or who that is. I thought you were giving on... Brendan a weird nickname. No, Brentel Floss. <laughs> he's he's on YouTube. He we shouted him out one time, and he responded to me on uh, Twitter. He does um, video games with lyrics. Yeah. Oh, I. Have to look and he was—he had, had just announced um, user words, so they we had done a, an interview with him, and uh, so that was annoying. But uh, yeah, so it was—it was funny because it was sort of um, sort of like a coincidental thing that my first podcast episode was 171 because that was also that number of the house that I grew up in. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> well, that's kind so of fun. It was this funny, that's like weird cool. little connection. Yeah, and. Um, and I remember because like it was like like I, at that at that time I had done a couple uh, like like let's plays with uh, Melanie and Cody and like I was really getting along with them so they started kind of setting up for the podcast and I was like you guys would it be cool if I just like jumped in like it seems like it'd be fun and they were like yeah sure like come on we'll see how you feel how you fit and if you're cool like you can stick around and, and join us and I think uh, no you know what Phil wasn't on that episode um, but that was when we were still doing it with Phil. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what did we talk about? So uh, for some, it's it's a sad thing because yeah, because my my first episode isn't on SoundCloud anymore. Uh, I don't know what happened to all those ones, but the Spotify. second what? Uh, no, I don't think we uploaded it to anything but SoundCloud that time. Really? I think the the the, the, the my second episode one seventy two I think is on Apple Podcasts. 
Okay. So it's like, it, it's yeah, like a lot of the old episodes are just in sort of like weird places. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I remember we uh, we kind of like we had like a running gag at that. We started that everything just everything just gets worse from here. Cody just brought it to a really dark place <laughs> really fast, he did, yeah. <laughs> and it was really funny. <laughs> Well, that's and, uh, that was that was 2015. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Everything worse. it only got worse from there. That was just like the running like like catchphrase of that podcast. Um, yeah, and uh, and uh, I've been a semi staple ever since. I've just uh, really loved sitting down and talking with you guys. The regular, you're one of the regulars. I'm one of the regulars now. Regulars. No getting rid of me. I don't want to say that. <laughs> when did you become a mobster? Is what I want to know. I don't know. I'm having a day, guys. I'm all sorts of people today. It's good. That's what happens when you don't take your medication. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Chris, you were next <laughs> up. I was. Right? Yeah. So uh, what? No, I was going to say no. My oh, medication sorry. gives me the shakes. We learned that this week. So. Oh well. See, good. this is why it's important to take it. So you find out these things. And, <laughs> the happy uh, shakes. Um, yeah, I started uh, with CG in late September 2020, almost two years ago, That's and uh, kind of quickly hopped on the podcast. You guys, uh, Jordan, you and Clement had me on, and we talked about Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda. Uh, oh, wow, yeah. Live-action Yakuza movie. Did that actually come to pass? I know nothing about Yakuza. Um, and <laughs> the supposed selling out of the Xbox Series X. Yeah, that was right on the precipice of the new console launch, so... Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we also talked about the potential of the Metal Gear Solid remake, which still hasn't happened. Yeah, and, that's... Uh, well, the Metal Gear Solid quickly got weird as we discussed the nightmarish anatomy of Fall Guys titular characters. Oh yeah, that's right. That that was stupid thing came out too. You know, it's it, stupid it, thing. That was a <laughs> weird... tell us how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird tangent we went off on there. It's funny. It's funny that um, that we all that we talked that about uh, the Yakuza movie on your first episode because i'm pretty sure we talked about something yakuza related on my first episode too because even though i can't find the podcast like the the page for it still exists on like the cgm like backlog um or backend and like the the image we used for the thumbnail is a picture of yakuza 3 so we must have talked about it (laughs) yeah we just like that one just looked cool (laughs) it's like fewer show notes on that one but uh... weird connection yeah yeah we kept it really brief on that one well, then ironically, Metal Gear was in the news again yesterday because it was the, yesterday was the 30, 35th anniversary of the series. And oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Konami was promising to uh, re-release some of the unavailable titles, whichever that means. I thought I was seeing on TikTok, too, that there was, like, or at least, I don't know if it was like rumors, fan-made rumors about a, like a remake of Snake Eater. Yep. Is that, is, that, is that actually coming to pass or was I being punked? Well, back back in 2020, like the rumors were that they were redoing a bunch of the old ones. Like they were pretty much all going to get a pass in some form. So, yeah, maybe it's been two all years right. since those rumors came out, and we're still waiting on it. So, yeah, right. the more you know. But yeah, uh, yeah, and battle. then the last Start member of our crew was uh, not too long after that, actually, Dana. Yes, Chris, you and I started like life at the same time. Not really. We're the, we're the pandemic cohort. Yeah. yeah, we're the we're the yeah. pandemic class, the new class. Um, yeah, I started on Pixels Inc. in February of 2021. I'm just a baby. Uh, that's actually the month my first article came out too. 
I'd known Brendan for a little while at that point, like mm -hmm. seven months or something. And he made me write things. And then he made me come here. And now I'm here <laughs> a lot, like so much, a lot. Um, strangely enough, though, um, my first episode, we talked about the Nintendo Direct, which is like the one thing I shouldn't be here for because I would have nothing to say. So I'm pretty sure I just sat here and giggled for however long this is, an hour and a half, apparently. That was kind of um, me with the Yakuza stuff, because like that's just something I have no context for. So that yep. was my first episode. It's yeah, trial by I, fire, baby. I called myself an idiot at least once. And that is the episode where Jordan goes on a heated rant about the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Oh, that was yeah. my first podcast. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was my I'm first passionate. one. What can I say? And you're still here. <laughs> That's Maybe literally in the description, though. There's like a couple of sentences. It's like, hey, they're here. And Dana's new. And they sit down to talk about Nintendo Direct. A couple spaces. Later on, Jordan goes on a heated rant. <laughs> He's I his may, own I, section. I may or may not have written that description. <laughs> you absolutely you did. did. 100%. Jordan's no the latest Nintendo Direct. I wanted, later on, um, Jordan goes but on here's the question. <laughs> Here's what I don't know. What? I have no idea. I didn't listen to the whole thing. I, the title of it is Triangle Succulents. That, I believe, <laughs> is to do with triangle strategy. <laughs> yeah, I think. I, and we, I, uh, I don't know how the succulent parts came in, but that was the triangle strategy thing. I can say that much. I feel like that's something you said, Dana. Like we were talking about it, and like I said, it had like a stupid name, and you were, and you said triangle succulents. I probably did. I'm hilarious. Um, I'd have Chris, to go back was, and listen to it. What was your first one again? Three thirty something. Three eighteen. Three oh okay no. Fine. I want to go see what the title of yours was. Uh, Microsoft Monopoly. Mine's way yeah. better. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. Jordan, you're super Jordan's frozen on my screen. Yes, I was say you're frozen. <laughs> all like, what if I like hide up. him and put him back? No, that doesn't fix anything. I tried. You're fine on the stream though. It's fine. Is he? Oh. Well. Well, I just broke it. I was, I was just gone. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be a, a podcast without my or someone's internet busting up yeah Thanks, i can totally man. see you on twitch we can't see you in our thing though oh yeah. no then you did that well Bye. now no one can see you well yeah we'll just we'll, you know, we'll recover a little bandwidth yeah. over here he's hiding behind the happening. succulents <laughs> now you guys look all weird i gotta move you and stuff um oh, yeah so can. triangle succulents and uh that's where we're at now there you go. that brings us to here yeah. And what are we going to call the... this podcast? We should call this one Succulent's Triangle. <laughs> no, no, we should not. Suck this triangle. What? <laughs> say, say that again. 400 <laughs> episodes of Succulents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Putting the suck in 99 triangle succulents on the wall. 99 triangle succulents. <laughs> Putting the suck in succulents. Oh, boy. Oh man! Oh. Hey, aren't you glad oh, I didn't drink? It would have been way more fun. There's something oh, in God. my keyboard, and I think it's popcorn. There we go. This is, this I got is it. great. This is got a it. real party over here. <laughs> yeah. What? What? They gave me caffeine after nine o'clock. Like a gremlin. Are you a gremlin? Like, like a mogwai? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no caffeine after after oh, nine p.m. for Dana, where she turns into a gremlin. No, I just keep sense. you up all night. Yeah. Both, yeah. 
<laughs> that's fine. Anyways, uh, branching off of our conversation about our first episodes here, uh, thought we'd also take the occasion to kind of talk about some of our favorite reviews and or experiences through CG Mag. Um, you know, I've only been here for two years, but uh, I've had some really cool kind of bucket list type stuff that I never thought I'd get to do in my career. So, and what are those? Um, Brendan, do you have a level? Let's let's start with you because you go farther back. And you probably I feel no. You have to start with you because you've said something. Okay. <laughs> you said oh, something yeah. epic now. So you set so, the bar uh, now. Uh, my moment thing would be actually the uh, Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker preview that I got to do last summer. Okay, uh, I got to try out the game before it launched, and there was a special video message from uh, from from Ishida, the, the the director of the game, and uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, just seeing behind the curtain in that way, like I. I've mentioned on the show before, like I grew up voraciously reading like gaming magazines as a kid, like from mm-hmm. the time from like 1999 on, and then to kind of come into this process is something that I never thought I'd actually get to do. And then, yeah, sure enough, there I am at the preview for my favorite series. And here's a message from the producer who turns out to be really cool and like has this really like positive message about not just the state of the game, but like you know this message of hope. Like he was like, you know, we're like we're, we're dedicating the game to the to the hardworking uh, for like the medical staff here in Japan that are like making it able for us to come to the office and do our jobs and stuff. And like, it's like, damn Yoshida, That's like this pretty- is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, that was my uh, kind of big pat on the back or uh, accomplishing accomplishment moment there. I dig that. I dig it. That's very cool. Yeah. Nice. But, uh, what What are some of the other cool uh, experiences you guys have enjoyed over the years of working at CG? Um, when have you guys go? <laughs> no, well, I want to let Brendan go first. I mean, he is the guy who's done I it mean, all. I, I think it's it's more the question of like consistently just seeing how the industry is changing. Like, I started with going to E3 first year, going to the GDC, and just seeing how. We went from like the Wii to the Wii U to the Switch. Mm-hmm. And to see how much technology has changed in that span. When I started, um, the 3DS was dominant. The, the 3DS XL really wasn't a thing. And, and the PS3 was the kind of the console of choice. And now we're kind of way past that. We're like the PS5. And the games we're seeing now compared to the games that we're seeing even like when I first started doing this is, are just vastly different they just they look and feel completely different and just seeing how the industry changes overall like the sites that existed when i started and the sites that exist now are completely different like polygon wasn't a thing ign was very different Mm -hmm. one up was still a thing when i started so it's just a big difference in the industry and a big Mm -hmm. difference in how kind of what we view as kind of normal in the industry has kind of changed a lot too. Oh, like pre- well, video game journalism too. Like that yeah. was, yeah. Streaming wasn't really a thing when I started. Yeah. And I, yeah, I was even going to say too, like even going to E like E3 was like a totally different event than it was like, or even has been in, in the past couple of years. And now its future is like kind of unknown. I mean, Reed Pop's doing it, so who knows what they're going to do? With I'm it. very interested to see because, like, the day E3 got announced, uh, Summer Game Fest also said that they're coming. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I want, I want to see, I want to see him fight. Fight. Yeah, that was Ooh, clearly a shot off the bow. Uh, Jeff Keighley clearly wanted people to know. They probably haven't even finalized that. He's just like <laughs> us two guys. Go 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 go! go. <laughs> We're still here. We're still here. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. Wicked. Dorito Pope is just. 
Okay, Brendan. Yeah, okay. Sorry. So you've been with CGM for, like, you know, kind of forever. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he here. created it. We're kind of here. He was it there was for was It wasn't an idea before he came along. Yeah. Um, Planted but an you acorn got... on the ground, walked away for three years, and came back, and there was a magazine. Right? And there was a magazine. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, so, go on. I'm leaving. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> so you've gotten to do so many of these things you're talking about e3 yep. and gdc and all that um you just got back from friggin brazil so mm-hmm. what has been your favorite like work excursion if you will i really liked going to taiwan it's something i didn't think i would do i did not like how truncated it all was just because it's hard to experience any place when you're literally struggling to stay awake during anything that normal people would be awake for. <laughs> Instead of waking up randomly in the afternoon, like, I guess I'm going to go for breakfast now. It's at four in the afternoon. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I think that was really cool. Just seeing a different culture completely and just doing it all on my own. But then even then, um, we met up with some friends of the uh, friends of the site and friends of the podcast well there. And they were just kind of like, yeah, we're here too. I'm like, oh, cool. So just being able to meet people all across the world is really kind of interesting but it also shows Mm -hmm. how small this industry is that even though you're across the globe and you're with like thousands of other people you'll find someone else in the industry you know and like ah Mm -hmm. i know people here i'm not alone even i can do that now and i've been here for like five minutes (laughs) every time i go to the airport i see my my little austria buddy Mm -hmm. tom tom's great (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Literally, every time I go to the airport, he's there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he lives there. He Tom. lives in the airport. <laughs> Tom, do you live like there? Tom Hanks. I was just going to say, are you Tom Hanks in it? <laughs> you <a> pilot? <laughs> yes. So, Jordan, what have been some of your favorite things or reviews or moments? Uh, oh, there's so many. Class. So many to, tr- to choose from. Like, it was, co- it was cool when I started. Um, not anymore, like, though. Because no, it's not now. <laughs> that Dana Rod showed up. Everything sucks now. No, I, because um, because the old the old office was um like right down the street from the Ubisoft building. So there was like you know, for all my feelings on Ubisoft, they did throw some decent parties. Um, <laughs> Fair. Uh, Fair and. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to square that circle now, but um, <laughs> but yeah, but that like that was cool because it was like a like as as a guy like just getting into the industry, like getting to go to like this like kind of like social networking party that's happening at like Ubisoft in Toronto, like that like that was a really cool um, like event, right? And like it just it, you felt like very like connected to the whole thing right like you were like i was like wow like i'm i'm really in this i'm literally like i'm in a game studio like rubbing elbows and talking to these people right who are like mm-hmm. in the industry right. and then um yeah like since then like it's just been like a lot of a lot of cool stuff there was a cool six hour car ride i got to take with brendan to go to migs yeah that was cool. <laughs> i spent a that lot was, of time with uh, brendan but six hours in a car well, uh, and I, and I was like still for six hours. I was still like fairly new, so I was just Whoa, like, like sweating bullets the whole time. Like, I'm like, I gotta make a good impression. Gotta make a good impression. <laughs> oh my and God. um, 
And then, yeah, and then we got an Airbnb together, and I was like, "Oh my god, I hope I don't do, I don't do like anything embarrassing." If he hears me like snoring or something in the night, like it's gonna, it's gonna, I can ruin it. <laughs> Brendan, you're so stressful. Uh, but it was not. super cool. Let me let me use the bed. Use the bed. Yeah, well, no, he was gonna, like I'll, I'll sleep on the couch. You can sleep on. I was like, I'm gonna let. Him, he's my boss. I'm gonna let him sleep on the bed. He's like, oh, he's like, I'll sleep on the couch. Don't worry about it. you. Sleep in the bed. Oh, yeah, um, kind soul. You guys know, like, yeah. you're adult humans. You could have just shared a bed, right? Well, anything. <laughs> the, the the six hour car ride was awkward enough, Brenda. Brenda. <laughs> Brenda. Dana. I combined two names. Um, let's not do see, that. I'm still, let's I'm still, I'm, I'm flashing back to my awkwardness. Um, <laughs> it's oh, merging. He's, he's referring to an intern. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, yeah, like, it's just, like, a lot of cool stuff. Like, you know, getting to go to uh, and winning the the Pokémon tournament when it came out on Switch. Oh, yeah, and, um, that. yeah, that was really cool. Got 300 smackaroos for EB on an EB Games gift card for that oh, one. Damn, cool. And, and, and a plaque with the wrong date on it. <laughs> I mean, that's actually good. Did they ever send the correct well they said they were going to send it to the office and they never ne- i don't know if they ever did never so did. they just gave me the plaque I know, for the like... old office still gets half your mail so it's true they did. <laughs> maybe they did <laughs> it's probably um, not our lip service to be honest and then, yeah, and then you know and then i think it probably does like go without saying um recently i've had <laughs> a lot of very cool trips and mm-hmm. you know the one most especially was San Francisco, where I got to meet my uh, amazing girlfriend, who's here visiting with me now, from Brazil, of all places. There yeah, I, I was busy. You guys did a little swapsy swap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. I'm so sorry. Little swapsy swaps. <laughs> little swapsy swaps. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's, 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 where it has been. From, by the way. Just, uh, she's uh, she, one place. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. You went to, you went to Sao Paulo, right? Sao Paulo, yeah. Yeah. No, she's, she's uh, from the Northeast, from uh, Pernambuco. You're saying things. Sure. I don't even know where Sao Paulo is. You're really. saying words. <laughs> yeah. You're Sao Paulo is more like southern Brazil. Sure. Say, point, yeah. to, point to Sao Paulo on a map. For... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, it's it Brandon has. It's been, where he was. <laughs> it's been uh, it's it's been a really cool experience. But like I, you know, I, I, like personally, I think um, like aside from a lot of the cool events and a lot of just like just getting to be part of the industry and like you know get to like have hands on with stuff. It's like. You know, like I said, I think I've said this before, but like this more or less, I mean, this has been my dream job since I got it. Like this was like this, this was it. And um, so like getting to sort of be in a place that I was like, like from day one, I was like, this is it. Like, the, like I, I got it. Um, and getting to like be around people who have like helped me like grow and become a better writer and a better critic. Like that's the thing I think that I like that I value the most. Like that's the coolest experience that I've got. Mm-hmm. It's like the actual like tangential experience that's generally made me better. Now, you know, I guess that's debatable because some people in the comments still think I'm a shitty critic when I don't like things. <laughs> some developers too. <laughs> I mean, that was one developer. Who cares? <laughs> I know, but that was Who hilarious. Cares? We're not gonna. We won't name names, but that's that was really funny. Um, and yeah, like Rubicon eventually, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, like like and and I like to to sort of answer. I think the specific question Dana asked because like it's and it's in our notes. 
the one, I think the one review, or maybe like one or two reviews, Afro Samurai 2, because it was like one of my first, and it was so bad, it was like (laughs) genuinely funny. Like, it wasn't Biomutant bad where it made me angry. Like, it was so bad, it was hilarious. Um, And then getting to, and then also getting to, getting to review um, Animal Crossing on the Switch, because I was like so genuinely excited for that one. And like I like remember being like like working mm-hmm. and seeing the email Brendan sent me or sent me like he's like the, the message you sent me like hey we have Animal Crossing you like you down to review it and I literally like jumped into the air <laughs> <laughs> and I was so, I like I was so excited I bolted home I downloaded it and I was like that was it and it was perfect timing too because then the pandemic hit and we were on lockdown and I just like had nothing to do but play Animal Crossing mm-hmm. so you had it before then. Before. Yeah, I think I got it, I got it about a month before it came out. Oh wow, that's generous. Oh yeah, so it was like it was uh, it really it got me through that time. Point. Yeah, <laughs> they really were. Now it's like here's an RPG. You have a day to review it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think every time I get like a big review cut, I still kind of have that uh, that feeling, <laughs> that, that giddy feeling. <laughs> yeah. When you get something you really like, really want, you're really excited. The for, first like... time I did a movie review because it's all been pandemic life. Um, it was Disney, I believe, mm. and I think it was like the Mighty Ducks. It was something nobody cares about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, my name was on the screen across something from Disney. I was mm. like, "That's, that's oh wow, cool. that's kind of cool. nice." Disney knows my name, guys. I know it's not Disney, but like, <laughs> you get my point. Was like, well, you also got to be. In the vicinity of Keanu, which is like ah, a gift unto was, itself. That was on the list, yeah. Where I got to, you got to sit spitting distance away from him. Your 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 particles got to touch particles that mm, touched. We breathe the particles. same air. We're basically married. <laughs> you know, Normally, something would brag about these days, but in Keanu's case, we make an exception. Yeah, yeah. That's true. yeah. that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I dug that. It's been that a wild ride, guys. Me. But is, is that things. your moment or Dan? Mm, or? I have a few, I guess. Um, that was definitely a cool thing. Like, there was no reason for me to be there, but <laughs> I was happy to be. <laughs> um, that was just a perk. Um, going to Austria was pretty cool. Uh, I don't know that I was qualified to do that at the time. But, <laughs> um, and, and the whole country shut down the week we got back. Mm-hmm. So cool. Um but that was pretty cool. It was like my first. I mean, I've been I've been to like Atlanta and Louisiana by myself, but like Austria, after not being anywhere in like ten years. So I was like, cool, this will be fine. I don't know anybody. I was the only girl there, but uh, me and my my pal Tom, um, we we befriended one another and uh, forced ourselves to go for a walk the first day we got there just to see what was around. Because I was like, I'm not going to go anywhere and do anything because I'm going to die here because. I don't speak the language. Like, no. Mm-hmm. And we walked into a palace by accident. That's so that was pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's just here. Nice. That's so was in Austria. That was also a really fun trip. We got to go to like Michelin <laughs> star restaurants for no reason, which by the way, yeah. I don't like any of that food, but I like being able to say I was there. Um, so that was, that was a really fun trip. Uh, now I got to go to the summer game fest, which was, you know, like baby E3, if you will. Mm-hmm. That was my first real gaming event. So that but to meet cool. Jeff Keeley a few times. I did. Yes. Jeff Keeley, we're like this now. You shook yes. hands with the Dorito Pope. How do you feel? 
He put his arm did around his me. Dust grace your hands. And then he chose to sit next to us at another point. He did. He did like, that. Yeah. He did. He chose to sit <laughs> next to us. Best friends. We're best friends. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, something that that I don't talk about a lot though. Uh, my column. It's why I'm here. It's why I started here. Parental no scope. That makes sense if anybody's a nerd like me. Um, I got to start here writing about the things that I do with my family, mm. which I didn't think anybody would care about, but they do. And it's mm -hmm. been really cool, you know, not being able or not being like ashamed that I'm a gamer with my kids or that we handle technology or being able to like teach people a little bit about it that don't understand. It's like my parents don't, well, parents don't get anything about gaming, like no idea. Like Pong is her limit. So um, when the kids are getting into the Nintendo Switch and this, that, and the other thing, they have no idea what's going on. So it, it's been kind of cool to see people on my Facebook or whatever saying, hey, thanks, I didn't know that. I had a girl that I was best friends with in high school and haven't talked to since message me and be like, hey, what you're doing is really cool, blah, 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 all this stuff. I was like, oh, I, you clicked on that. Thanks. So that's been kind of cool. And it's it's been like my son gets really excited whenever I write anything about him, he can read now. So he stands behind me and like, what are you talking about? My, my next <laughs> column comes out on Monday and he was watching me write it today. And he was like, oh, I like that movie. <laughs> I know you do. That's why I did this. <laughs> like, that's kind of the point, bud. You're my little experiment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's pretty cool. It's a, a little bit of a personal touch that I didn't think I'd. Yeah. This is something I never, ever thought I'd do. I never thought I'd make a career out of being the giant nerd that I've been since... I was four. <laughs> and here we are. Oh. And you do great Coffee. work in that column. It really is fantastic. Yeah. Chris has guest columned. I have. Well, yeah. Once. You guest columned. <laughs> kind of did an official uh, column. No, you're under parental no scope. No, there was, a, there was an Animal Crossing thing I did like before you started, actually. That was kind of like on that theme. Oh, that's good. Mm. So, um, it's yeah, no, it's, it's kind of neat, too. Like, I've get my kids a benefit from this too because like just like two weeks ago pokemon sent us a box of full of pokemon cards and mm -hmm. uh for the new set and watching my kids open the packs and like open the box like oh like it's so, so fantastic <laughs> my son has no idea what's going on he's like doing a little dance around as we're pulling things out of the box and yeah, <laughs> yeah there's stuff yeah. there's stuff my mom got a robot vacuum out of this and she named him benson and she talks about him every day so she's doing okay people benson. are doing all right Benson, that's his name. Uh, she loves him. She has yelled at me for the last year because everything that we play with has nothing to do with her. She's like, well, I don't want that. I know. Thanks. But then we, we found her a robot back. So life is good. And she has a friend. <laughs> she has a friend named Benson. Yep. It's, I actually it's... said her, her app is on my phone because, again, mother's in technology. And so I can see when it's going. And I went, uh, your robot's done. She's like, his name is Benson. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You you <laughs> Your brother's name is Benson. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I've got a brother. Uh, it's uh, it's like it's funny to me because it's like it's 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 a it's a column that's like interesting because like it's something that I think every person that is like a gamer mm -hmm. does deal with in a certain way. It's like you guys deal with it as like parents, whereas like. I've always dealt with it like the cool uncle. Like I can't 
give you the amount of times that like while well, i'll be working and someone will come up to me they'll know that i'm a big gamer and be like hey man like like um my kids want might want to get into this game like what do you know about this game because like, i don't know anything about video games like what do you what can you tell me about this like how can you can you help my, my kid wants to set up a uh like a nintendo online account like how do you do that like yeah so I was like, and i'm the cool but guy who comes to like don't worry is- buddy I, I got you figured out man yeah. um <laughs> actually it's something brendan was able to do for um in my family all my cousins are my age, but like we have second cousins now that are all older. I'm significantly younger than most of my cousins. So I have um, 11 and 12 year old second cousins mm-hmm. and he was just getting into gaming and wanted to move on to like PC gaming, but what they had was not good enough. And Brendan had a bunch of stuff that was too outdated for us, but mm-hmm. still decent enough for like Minecraft Fortnite type stuff. Oh, nice. And he uh, he actually went over and, and built my little baby cousin a computer. Yeah. And like I got to sit on his bed in the corner because he didn't know I was there when he came in to see it. He didn't even see me. He just like, <laughs> and of course we gave him everything that lights up for no reason. Well, you have no to. Yeah, it, it was pretty cool. And and those are Read definitely cousins that call me. Kid, <laughs> yeah, they uh, they definitely call me whenever anything breaks. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I think I think um it's surprising to me to like hear you say Dana that like you that you were shocked that people were gonna like it as much as they do because I I kind of feel like I've seen now that. Like there, there definitely has been a shift online in a lot of not just like not just like traditional media, but like even social media, where the, you know part of the trend before was kind of just like you know make a bunch of vapid bullshit and people will eat it up, and now people are tired of that and like people being genuinely honest and genuinely like like human and vulnerable is a lot more interesting and engaging to connect with because like that's kind of like terrifying yeah 100 percent, and it's always going to be terrifying everything we do is terrifying right like Like, you know we're putting ourselves out there to a certain degree right like to be criticized absolutely yeah and we're and we're being criticized for criticizing in a lot of ways right so for me specifically the way that this came up um brendan was trying to find a way to to bring in a different audience and I have children and I understand mm-hmm. things from a way that he doesn't. He understands things from a way that I don't. And that's why we make such a great team. But um, I had never in my life put myself out there. That is not a thing I do. Like I was super into theater, but I was the backstage girl. I was in charge mm-hmm. of everybody, but I was the backstage girl. Like I don't, <laughs> I, I don't put myself out there and he talked me into it. And, um, is still regularly talking me into it. <laughs> but something about being a gamer and being a parent has a stigma. Like I'm lazy, like I'm not taking care of my kids because I'm playing video games or all I'm doing is playing video games with my kids. And, and people think about that in a really awful way. But video games do a lot of cool things, especially for <laughs> mental health. And, and mm-hmm. like you learn a lot from them. I'm pretty sure that like, Fortnite taught my son how to read because I didn't know he could read yeah. <laughs> and he read some like huge thing well, and I'm like what was that <laughs> and but like, that's oh. but that's that's also like the interesting like like connection that like kind of where like education feeds into a love of video games because you know it's sort of I guess the opposite uh, for me like when I was a kid like I 
was an avid reader. Like I couldn't stop. And that's why, you know, when I, I like some of my favorite games were like Mario RPG and Final Fantasy 2 on the Game Boy because I could like get through all the text and it was like interesting to me, right? But I remember when my little cousin, um, he, I think he was five or six and his reading wasn't nearly as strong. And my aunt got him um paper mario for the 3ds for christmas and i i went up to her and i said i was like you know hey like this game is pretty much like 90 percent text so if he doesn't know how to read he's not going to enjoy this like he's not going to know what's going on so like i'm just like just letting you know like you're gonna have to play this with him and like let him know what's happening because yeah like this you need to be able to read to play this game mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But then you have to get to the point where you need to convince them to do it. Because now my son, again, if I ask him to read in front of me, no dice. He got, I got his report card and it was what a great reader he is. And he loves it. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. like a lie. Um, <laughs> and he, uh, he'll still skip past things. Like, I'm sure you guys all do it too. I like power through conversations in some games mm-hmm. that I'm playing. I don't want to talk to you. I just want to get to the end and get the stuff. <laughs> um, but today, for instance, he was trying to play Among Us and having some trouble on his tablet. And I kept telling him he kept skipping past the thing where it said what was wrong. And I'm like, I can't help you if you keep pressing the buttons. (laughs) If you're not going to pay attention. Like, you can read. You just don't want to. You got to get him The Hobbit. That's a fun reading book together. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat of both those things. Like, I, I read a lot as a kid before I, well, kind of in conjunction with getting into games. Like, my favorite game as a kid was Fall Fantasy on the NES. And, like, that's... Not just a lot of text because everything is like oh you hit the thing and you did damage to it like you don't see that otherwise but it's like also they use some archaic language like you like you hit the thing and then it says slain so i had to go like what does that mean oh it means you killed it okay so that's what slain means mm-hmm. um, i know things <laughs> and like now again too with the kids like it's i feel like certain people in my extended family don't really get why i still play games all the time like well a, it's mostly after the kids go to bed and I'm like racing yeah. my own internal clock to stay awake before I fall asleep playing the thing. Um, it's not like it, there's a definite <laughs> stigma there for sure. Like I've, I've seen that with other people in the industry that I know that also have kids. Um, like it's just like, people yeah. know, oh, you play games for a living. <laughs> yeah, they don't think that, that aren't like totally inept in every department. Like, no, my kids are intelligent and well developed and. Thank you yeah. for interfering. And they have great hand-eye coordination. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's been interesting, and that that goes further than just um, just like my column and and my kids and being mm-hmm. a mom and all that. Um, Brendan's stuck by me this week. I started uh, the Fantasia Film Festival, and I'm handling a lot of like uh, female-led cinema and queer cinema, and I'm still getting used to being a part of that community and I still feel a bit like an imposter like I shouldn't be talking on these things but I'm very much a part of it so um it's it's putting yourself out there and being afraid of of the criticism even if you do belong um my last column was about uh summer and letting kids be on tech in the summer and like the first comment I got was like or they could go outside or I live in an apartment building and I work from home, so they can't go outside. They're too young to be alone. <laughs> Counter argument: There are bears outside. Yes, that so is where the murder. And, that is and my son is slightly accurate. allergic to the sun, so yeah. cool. Thanks. <laughs> but yeah, it's been a lot of a lot of growth, if you will. 
Yeah. All that to say that, yeah, that's all. That's all our. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say self-congratulatory, but reflective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say reflective is is right. Yeah, there's our self-reflection for the day on this momentous four hundred. Was this episode. our clip show? Like every every good show, good like show has to have a clip show at the end, right? Have this no fears, we've got stories for years. Sorry about the clip show. Oh, no. <laughs> and there's my traditional Simpsons reference for the episode. The robot. Like we did it. Wait, wait. I, don't know I love how it's did. maybe Mo gets a cell phone. <laughs> like what an idea for an episode. Did you give it a body? Oh, Qbert's back. Yes, I got a little Minecraft guy, and he oh, sits on oh, his head on my desk. Hello. Uh, I think it's a lot of my desk this week too. Actually, you'll be proud of this one, Dana. I am. I have this one that you gave me. Chris oh. brought me presents when we met. That's another cool thing is actually getting to meet you guys. Jordan, you're mm. slacking on that. I've, I've yeah, been sorry. here through pandemic and slowly, like one at a time, I'm getting to meet people. I met one of our staff in New York before I've met half the staff that lives here, but that's fine. <laughs> Why don't you come down here and meet me, Dana, if you're so interested in it? Is there anything How about cool that? going on? Is there anything cool? No, I live in the middle of nowhere. No, I'm definitely not doing that then. I don't like. There's a rib fest next this Friday tomorrow, but it's not in my town. It's like the next town over. See, lies. You promised me ribs. I expect ribs. I mean, you can still come. I'll drive you to the ribs. (laughs) Thank you. He'll drive me to the ribs. That's what counts. That's what counts. And then our and then our our dalliance stops. (laughs) That's hilarious. I'll drive you to the ribs. Can that be the title title of this one? Every every weird. I'll drive, one. I'll drive you to the ribs. Four hundred spectacular. Call parentheses. I'll drive you to the ribs. Triangle succulents, and I'll drive you to the ribs. <laughs> drive you to the triangle succulent ribs. Okay. <laughs> Brendan hasn't said anything in like a half hour. It's just like I'm here. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm just yeah, I've just been watching him like make faces. Look how clear his camera is right now. What just happened? Yeah, I know it did. You have a whole face. Look at this! Look at what you look like. There it is. He's gonna kill me. He turned up the resolution big time. It's once oh. again clearer on the actual stream than it is on our oh, really? conversation. But uh, you know what? On my end, you guys are all really crystal clear, which is nice for a change. Well, this is all really it better. Be we're using like the best freaking cameras you can get right now. <laughs> we definitely are doing that. Yes, you've got the Elgato face cam, right? <laughs> Yep. I don't know what this is. The Razor something. Razor cam. Some Razor. Uh, One Kyo. of the Kyo. Kyo. Yeah. Hi-oh. You guys were all on the Kyos for a while there. Yes, that's true. That's true. Anyway, anyway. using the cool front camera. Speaking oh, of best go ahead. Oh no. You. <laughs> I was gonna say, and my, my favorite review is still the JBL Pulse speaker. Mm-hmm. Oh, still, nice. Still the one. Still. still. Yeah. JBL has been good to us. I was gonna sing Shania, but I won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Please don't. No. <laughs> no. Maybe not. <laughs> this is my favorite moment is every week when i try to do a segment and dana keeps like (laughs) try a segue been a professional podcaster for five years god damn it i'm done every time (laughs) you've been a minute Mm -hmm. i'm good so, uh, speaking of the best cameras around, uh, James Cameron recently was speaking to Variety, <laughs> and he had some things to say uh, about his good, good cameras and his good, good movie coming up. Um, good, 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 cool, cool, cool. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I should say it was actually Empire Magazine he was, he was speaking to. Um, okay, Empire. Uh, mm-hmm. Empire but he, he, he was very, very clear in, in no explicit terms. He doesn't want anybody whining about the length when they sit and binge watch television for eight hours when Avatar comes out and it's another three goddamn hours long. I um, mean, he's got a point. Can I watch it on my couch, though? Like, this is the maybe. Sure. I don't want to sit in a theater for three hours. Do you know how many times I'd have to pee? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to quote him directly here because it's just what his phrasing. He really came out swinging on this one. He says, uh, Oh yeah, he was mad. I can almost write this part of the review, the agonizingly long three hour movie. It's like, give me a fucking break. I've watched my kids sit and do five, one hour episodes in a row. Here's the big social paradigm shift that has to happen. It's okay to get up and go pee. I mean, it's true. True. But also your movies in the theater. You miss part of the movie. Welcome yeah, I, I agree with that. Can I can I pause it when we're in the theater? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can everybody? Yeah. And can I be in my pajamas laying? Probably, but, but isn't that part of like, you know, the the like the unwritten contract that you sign when you go into a movie that like this is what it is. There's no breaks unless it's like. You know, unless you're Tarantino and you put a break in your movie because he's just this weird auteur who does that still. Yeah. Is that what but like, Well, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's a weirdo. Wrong time for a milk dead brick there, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a choice. CGM brought to you by milk duds. Um, <laughs> CGM not actually brought to you by milk duds. Um, no well i mean well i mean we're talking about movies it's like the perfect movie going treat is um is a milk that um but yeah like i don't know i i I, part of me does agree with that because i can personally attest to like times when i have gotten really into a show and like watched yeah like three or four one hour episodes straight with no breaks you're so cute like whole days with well, you know, because, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be ge- like yeah. realistic, but a, maybe a little generous. Like, like it's like, say it's like, you know, it's late at night, you you start watching a series and then it's like, you know, 12 o'clock and you haven't gotten up to go to the bathroom or do whatever. Cause you're so invested, you know, and you're, you're playing that game of Russian roulette where it's like, do I watch one more or do I actually like, you know, put some time into getting a good night's sleep. So it's like to a degree, like yeah, that that is a thing, right? Like there, you know, people do like you can get so invested in a show yeah. that you can burn through like yeah. five one hour long episodes mm-hmm. without getting up and doing anything. So mm-hmm. the fact that there is still this weird conversation that people still have about like, oh, movies are getting too long. I don't want to watch another three hour movie. It's like, like who can if, if you need that much time to tell your story, then that's how much time you need. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to throw it out there. I, I do counter that, though. Um, I think there is reason to have long movies. Mm-hmm. But I also feel that there's two, re- there's two fronts here. One, uh, if you're having a movie in the cinema, there's a limit how much people want to sit in those seats. Sometimes you have really nice seats, but most theaters... They're trying have... really hard to make fancier ones now. but Yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah. It's almost like the standard now. But if you're just trying to see like the best movies out there or whatever, and you have to wait through three hours of Mm -hmm. 
whatever it is with like a ponderous. Yeah, it, they movies can be overextended. And I think that's a, a major thing with blockbusters. That's a major thing with um, action movies. And it's a major thing for like superhero movies. They like what yeah. could have been like an hour and a half movie quickly becomes a three and a, a three hour movie, or up split over two movies. And the argument that you binge watch show at home is different than if you binge watching in the theater. If you're at home. You have the comfort of just pausing it, going away, or stopping halfway through and go, doing something else. Mm -hmm. You're not just sitting there solid for three hours usually, unless you're doing something else. And you can't just sit there and look on a laptop when you're in the middle of a theater. So it's a different experience. To compare the two is not fair. No, absolutely, absolutely. Like, yeah, the the, the mentality is different, um, which I think like is the sort of deciding factor, right? Yeah. Um, like, cause yeah, and and, and I think that there, there's there's definitely something to be said too about like you know movies that are like long but move. Yeah. Like, um, what was it? Um, Avengers: Infinity War was okay. two and a half hours long. Yeah, it does not feel that long. But yeah, Endgame, like I like like. Endgame felt like it ran for five hours. Okay. Yeah, and that's all <laughs> until that's the very end. How, you know what I mean? How like, well, they do right. Like Brenda, exactly. I so saw a screening yesterday, and it was only a two-hour movie, but I was like, that one felt yeah. long. Like it felt <laughs> and I think like I was there a while. <laughs> I, I I kind of I kind of vaguely remember the first Avatar, um, being like feeling like that. Granted, you know, I was pretty high when i watched it hey, um <laughs> which was super cool because it was in that like really like there was like that new like high fangled 3d so like that was um it was an experience <laughs> but i i even even in that state i still kind of remember feeling like that movie was dragging on forever okay um so that might maybe be why james cameron is so angry about this because people are saying his movie is going to feels like a laborious three hour long movie it's like well then don't make it feel fucking laborious make like it it's on you bud <laughs> like <Make it> <laughs> um yeah like three hours is definitely like an unspoken limit i think for for movies like anytime a movie hits three hours it's like oh it's so long and then no matter how fast paced or well it's made it is you will still hear people say it was too long like infinity war yeah. like most big marvel fans don't care how long it is i'm I just rewatched Infinity War and Endgame like in the last week, and they do not feel mm -hmm. slow at all to me. But like oh. Endgame pushing into three hours, that's going to turn a lot of people off. Yeah, but, and yeah, especially I, those yeah. kind of movies though, because those are family movies. Like, mm -hmm. um, I think my son's going to see Minions tomorrow. Uh, he's seen Sonic recently, and he just mm -hmm. went and saw Thor. I haven't even yeah. seen Thor yet. And like, when you get into Friday. the three hours fun. mark with a seven-year-old. Yeah, that's a lot. And I get like it's a treat to be able to go and we shouldn't complain and all that jazz. But mm -hmm. you're kind of alienating again, that whole parent thing. Oh, you're wow. alienating a whole group of people. You know, I can't, I'm, I'm just I just looked it up now. Sonic Sonic 2 was two hours long. It did not feel that long. That movie like is snappy. There was one well, moment good. where I was like, yeah, this part's going on way too long. And that was like the obligatory real world segment, but yeah, oh, otherwise. yeah, but you know what? Even the real world stuff felt like very like they were moving through. They didn't want to focus on it for too long. I don't know if that was just because they were like, "It's Sonic, we got to keep the pace moving." And the, like it was a five but, to ten minute span where they're like Sonic and none of the animated characters, like none of the video game yeah. characters, were on screen for five to ten minutes. And I was like, "Okay, this segment needed to be half as long 
not only because it's just long without the main characters, but also it's just stereotypical. Yeah. It was they kind of, yeah, they kind of, you're right. They needed to just like get that in there. And, but the end of the movie is like, there's several phases oh, yeah. to the conclusion of the movie. And like my kids and I were just like on the edge of our seat. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah. Um, the pacing is, is key. Mm-hmm. What kind of throws me with all these cameras, these comments that he is coming out so hot and the movie is six months away he is already so hard on defense for this. Like, well, because probably he's defensive in general about what this movie could be and how people will receive it, right? Yeah, I, I just, kind of, I like, I kind I of love. So I could Jordan continue. Yeah. Oh, so, no, I was just gonna say, I love the fact, I love the fact that it's called um, the Way of Water when it's basically just he just like ripped off Pocahontas. It's space Pocahontas. I mean, and more then, Fern Gully. It was kind of just Fern. Or Gully. yeah. And but then but then Moana, which is basically just Pocahontas on the ocean, is like oh. so now it's like he's stealing the the sequel to Pocahontas Isn't on the Pocahontas ocean. Pocahontas about or not Pocahontas? <laughs> Isn't Moana about children? I haven't seen Moana. Moana. No, 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 no. I I, no, no, I, I, I could I could I could break it down for you afterwards. But yeah, no, okay. no. It's 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 essentially like if you if you look at the structure and the and the plot, it is like beat for beat, almost just Pocahontas. Interesting. I'll listen to that TED talk later. Um, yes. <laughs> Again, also another irony with the title, The Way of Water, when everyone in the audience is going to be like, can I go pee now? There is no way to okay, water. You guys may movie. be able to clear this up for me. What, I'm pretty sure it's one of the Lord of the Rings movies. I saw it probably when I was in middle school in theaters, and there's one with like a lot of water at some point. Does that happen? Am I crazy? Yeah, that's, that might be the first thing. might be thinking of the first one where uh, – or um Frodo gets stabbed by the the ring wraith and uh not uh what's her name Arwen. um Arwen gets him and she's like if you watch him come claim him and all the big water horses come through the river and and take out all the, the ring wraiths horses, yeah. yeah so i that was one of those movies that i was sitting through for way too long and uh that happened and i was like this is cruel i need to pee <laughs> please stop <laughs> this is not fair think dry uh, thoughts yeah, that think was... dry thoughts that was oh. me during uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 2 yeah. and that ending that just did not want to happen. <laughs> I was like, please. Just Hobbit and Lord of the Rings were a good example, actually. Like, I will sit willingly through the extended version of Lord of the Rings every time. I, mm-hmm. it, is, it is the movie to me, not the theatrical version. The Hobbit, though, same, a lot of the same crew, same director, almost yeah. the same source material way too freaking long and again it's all pacing because they installed a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff in there that wasn't in the source material that didn't need to be there yeah and that just made it feel laborious and it's well it's guillermo del toro wanted to make it like two uh two like what like two hour long movies two two hour two 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 hour or two three hour movies would have been fine three three hour yeah. movies was, too was much. way too much it was, it was way too much oh yeah no. um and again this is yeah like I just I have I have such a bad feeling about this Avatar movie. Like I don't think this needs to be made. I think the Avatar, the first one, is just yeah. so overhyped. It's it was just really okay. Cool I loved it when I saw it in theaters. It was so cool. And I think a lot of that was the 3D technology. That is mm-hmm. its, that is its legacy is how it pushed cinema forward yeah. in terms of like technology and how they can do things. Afterwards, the shine came off that apple real fast, and it's just you know this is Pocahontas in space, and there's this and that wrong with it, and blah 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 blah. And now it's like so much longer afterwards. Sigourney Weaver is back for some reason as Didn't a teenage she die? character. She died, but now she's a teenage Navi. 
How does that work? Yeah, didn't didn't they know. put her body in? Didn't they didn't they put her soul into a, a Navi at the end of the movie? She didn't like die technically. They like oh, managed to like spirit save her. Sorry. Kind of. <laughs> Making a bad joke. It's fine. Move on. <laughs> yeah, she was uh, like they put her spirit into the forest or something or whatever. Like there was some big spa like ritual thing when she died in the movie. And that's. I'm just gonna throw it out there. I, I don't necessarily spoilers. I don't necessarily think that people care about Avatar anymore. And I think what James Cameron is doing is preemptive the fact that people aren't going to like his massive trilogy that doesn't need to be a trilogy at all. Yeah. Maybe. Um, I've never been a fan of James Cameron to the point where I boycotted Avatar when it came out and still to this day have not seen it. So uh, he was a big dill hole to one of his fans in this video when I was, I don't know, probably in high school, whenever Avatar came out, like screaming at them, like he doesn't, owe them an autograph and like the person wasn't rude or anything it was a whole thing and he was swearing at them much like this so mm-hmm. i was right and <laughs> i'm not gonna see this one either <laughs> will not yeah. review thank you off the list i want to kind of review it just so i could put that line that he pre that he foretold into the actual review like that needs to go into it somewhere <laughs> this the agonizingly go. long three-hour movie needs to go oh my god avatar movie, <laughs> like, like or into every tar, into every avatar movie review as like some kind of copy pasta meme it has to be in every publication yeah. across that the being said though i actually looked up on imdb uh the 10 longest films of all time is Avatar uh, one of them? No. Uh, the longest one is from 2011. It is a 14,400 minute long documentary. That seems what? way too long. How many Three. How many minutes? That's uh, not. How many hours is that? It has a 6.3. I don't know. 240 hours or 10 days. That's um, then there's like 9,000 minutes, uh, 5,700 minutes, so 95 hours. Uh, 87 hours, 48 hours, 25 hours, 24 hours, 14, 9. There you go. So I guess James Cameron's doing okay. You just feel like they're mislabeling like entire series of documentaries or something as movies. Yeah, it doesn't sound right. But mm. Well, one of them, I think the 14,000 one, I think if I'm reading it correctly, it is literally just the um, like a shot of a building that is slowly decaying. Oh, cool. Uh, okay, well. So, you know. That's kind of neat. That's a movie. <laughs> Real time. Mm-hmm. You just don't get it, Dana. It's art. You just don't Sorry, get it. You just <laughs> get it. I'm just a gamer. I don't know what's going on. Go back oh, to my yeah, couch. Yeah, Go back to your superhero the, movies. This is real <laughs> cinema. <laughs> the other part of the, uh, of the Cameron thing, he goes on to say, the trolls will have it that nobody gives a shit. And they can't remember the characters' names or one damn thing that happened in that movie. Well, maybe the movie didn't hold up as well as you thought it did. That happens sometimes. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then they see happens. the movie again and go, oh, okay, excuse me. Let me just shut the fuck up right now. So I'm not worried about that. Buddy, calm down. Okay. He seems like he's just really defensive. Yeah, this it feels is exactly like how he acted to... before the other one. I'm telling you, I'm not crazy. If you need to be this defensive about your movie, you don't have that much faith in it. Like when that he did that to people like ten years ago, like kids, was it? Like teenagers? Yeah. It's like knowing that he did that to teenagers like thirteen years ago that really uh. casts us in a new light. Yeah, you're not no, wrong. He's he's no bueno. That's that's all I got. Boycotting mm-hmm. this one too. It kind of it's in this one. What? Oh, Jermaine, why? Is this, so is this a Fly the Concords episode? Maybe he shows up. Uh, see, look, again, more connections to the, you know, 
Moana Pocahontas ripoff. Okay. So well. I'm gonna go off off of this. Um, I was talking about like animated films. I for an article I'm writing right now, I was looking at a lot of animated films today, and I never realized like I know a lot of the big Disney movies have pretty stacked casts, but like it got to the point where there were so many really good people that I couldn't list them in my article because it would just be names. I like so many of them. I was like, who are like, how, how are there this many people? Right. I don't even think there's that many characters in most of those movies. So that's kind of cool. Off topic. Well, but I go. just wanted to share it with you guys. <laughs> nice. That's what I do. Uh, this, I don't know. This, it, this whole thing just kind of reminds me of it's like long, long ago uh, for people, anyone who remembers when, uh, when like, peripheral games were a big thing and there was a tony hawk game that had its own like peripheral skateboard oh, yeah. called tony hawk's uh grind or whatever the hell it was called shred and grind something like that <laughs> yeah i think it was i think it was ride ride yeah a ride and then shred. And, so, no, shred was the weird okay never mind there's a lot of them <laughs> and uh first and, you ride and then you learn how to shred you can't it got can't jump straight to shredding <laughs> no never it's it's like you gotta learn to crawl before you can walk um <laughs> and it got really bad reviews and Tony Hawk kind of came out in like like and said something like people it got bad reviews because people decided to hate it before they played it. It's like yeah, I'm cuz I'm always going to the store to buy shit that I don't like. Like this is that the equivalent to that. It's like James Cameron's getting all like defensive that people are going to be mad about his movie before they even see it. <laughs> like like there there is something to that like a lot of times that does happen where people do make their minds up before yeah. something comes up. Sure, but Maybe it's just yeah, going to be garbage because the first one wasn't all that great to begin with. Coming yeah. out this hard and like this strong again, like but guess what? Preemptively, it just we're all it talking just makes about it, it. Seem like it's going to happen all the more, right? Yes, we must feed the algorithm. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah, <laughs> we are here talking about it, so he's doing something. <laughs> Damn it, yeah. he he won. We've been swindled. He, he beat us. Bar. I yelled that, so it went through Brendan's microphone too. Sorry about that. I got a little excited. <laughs> just so excited for the way of water yes that must be it and this carabiner i'm playing with speaking of uh things that are uh that we're talking about right now uh a bunch of treading stories up on the website that was a beautiful transition and you know it it was okay <laughs> speaking of okay. things we're talking Perfect. about right now <laughs> things we're talking about right now speaking of things shut up doing talking <laughs> <laughs> doing talking speaking of was my go-to transition phase okay okay yes um, yeah, we've got a lot of uh, trending stories up on the site right now. Thought we'd go mm-hmm. through some of them. Uh, Prime Day twenty or Prime Day just Let's happened this week. Start anyway, with yours. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I just want to start with mine actually because my Amazon Prime Day delivery showed up today. Oh, and uh, so I ordered some some decorations for my daughter's birthday party, which is coming up. And nice. uh, instead of that, you're I all invited. Box, I got a box full of instant coffee pods. Decaf coffee pods. I, oh, not even oh. good coffee. I, I you had me at rig. <laughs> they, they are certainly not good decorations. They definitely do not have funny cat faces. Maracas? So Little that would tiny be the only maracas. Thing they do so. Decaf coffee too, eh? Decaf. That's a choice. Mm. I'm so sad for choice. you. So sad for you. Yeah, um, Prime Day was a thing that happened. I, I did not. I don't. I don't Prime Day because of crap like that. I don't want to deal with it. I like Prime because my stuff comes in a day or two, and then all this happens, and I don't want to play that game. Um, yeah. 
what's interesting about our trending stories right now, though, is usually, um, like, in the last, I don't know, six months or so, it's been, like, reviews or previews that are sitting there, mm. some columns. Uh, in the last two weeks or so, it's been news. Like, well, the Resident Evil review is sitting at the top. Mm. Everybody's talking about that. Um, today, the Lord of the Rings uh rings of power trailer came out and that has pushed to the top already today yeah so there's stuff going on in the world that people care about right now i mean not like the real stuff in the world just this stuff but yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool yeah. dig it it's a very different array of stuff my 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 ninja turtles review has been dethroned and i'm sad about it that. did get it, was in, it was on there for quite a while it was <laughs> chris and i play this game to go it's coming for you <laughs> so i'm going to beat you nothing i write you'll never defeat the foot clan <laughs> yeah it's uh <laughs> it's been interesting um did you guys watch the lord of the rings uh, trailer do we care about that i i care about the series but i haven't actually watched the trailer yet i'm yeah, I'm excited for the show because I'm going to take it at its own face value. But like, whereas okay. I've seen a lot of reactions, even without seeing the trailer, with people saying like, "Oh, this is wrong," or "This is wrong," or "Blah blah blah," or "This why is it like this?" and "Blah blah 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 blah." I, I'm not. I'm stop telling people they're wrong. Right? <laughs> it's made up yeah, names. No, <laughs> I need to go back and read the source material for this before it actually comes out because yeah. I, I want to have that fresh in my mind and push everything else out. Why do you want to be angry like the rest of them? Yo, yes. I want to have the source material in my mind and then go to it myself and interact with the sort with the actual material and cut out that middleman. And of that's the, the way to do it. But um, this, from, what I, this... from what I remember, it's all very loose and you can take interpretations mm -hmm. to a lot of the stuff that they're interpreting. So Not if you're a fanboy, though. Unacceptable. It is yeah, only one way. True. <laughs> this is um, yeah, I just edited that story today. I don't know much about Lord of the Rings. I've seen them all, but we know my memory. I remember nothing. Um, but I was just dying at the names. There's a paragraph just telling me that everything is spelled wrong because of the names. Much like when Chris hands me like a D&D &D article. Mm -hmm. No, nope, I give up. Final Fantasy especially. No, nope, everything's spelled wrong. I don't like it. I'm leaving. And that's all I've got. Maybe that's why I can't remember them. Tolkien mm. led with the language when he wrote these books, so they're mm -hmm. all very involved names, which makes things hell for people 60 years later. It's fine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There you go. What else happened? Resident Evil, that uh, launched today, actually, yeah. too. Do you guys care about that? I'll watch I... it eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I maybe. Back and forth on it. Maybe. Wow. You guys are Deep. full of enthusiasm today. I kind of want to see it. Um, <laughs> I want to well, see it eventually, yeah. I, I still, I was, um, I wasn't, uh, like, I had, I wasn't fully aware that the, um, that the Lord of the Rings trailer had dropped. I kind of haven't really been paying attention to anything lately. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I, I, I mean, I, it's, it's, kind of exactly what i thought they were going to do because it's nothing really you can do like it, it sounds like they're i don't know if they're going in the way of doing the salmarillion or no just, or maybe just the it's yeah, one segment it's, of the salmarillion it's the it's all the, yeah not from the main salmarillion book the stuff like that came after the main part of the book yeah like so like just like the formation of the rings and stuff yeah. um which i guess sure i'm sure they'll save that for like the second 
season where they're like, hey, look, it's, uh, you know, here's Sauron and his buddy, whose name I forget. Yeah, his buddy. Yeah. We, need, we need to make them have ethos. Um <laughs> And uh, and I and and I, I couldn't I couldn't be paying attention less to the whole like Gollum thing because I, I still can't figure out who wanted a standalone game where you play as Gollum, just just trying to get the precious back. Like it it doesn't sure. sound right. <laughs> yeah, sure. But then again, you can go to the one above that on our trending stories, and there's a game where you're just gonna play a cat, and Chris is all about that life. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't want to be a cat walking <laughs> so, around. I mean, it's some so people want to be cats and some people want to be dogs. You know, it's we got to respect every side. It's so go. much more than that. Yeah. <laughs> You'll understand. You call me when there's a game about a dog with a backpack. Okay, then we'll talk. I mean, don't, don't be sure absurd. I mean, yeah, I feel that already exists, but okay. Animal. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's there. It's gotta be there. No, none of, the, none of the dogs have backpacks. They just they just sort of walk around and, and talk to. How dare they not have backpacks? So those backpacks actually are going to be an actual thing that you can buy for your cats in real life. Are they really? That was announced today. I'm sad. I, I mean, don't like this timeline. A thing. I mean, of all the of all the bad timeline things we've heard today alone, I have two cats. I'm buying them both. There you go. <laughs> no, I have one really fat cat. It'll never fit. That one needs like a full size backpack. Just so you know. Oh, Joe's right. St. Bernard's do have those neck things. Yeah, then they're, they're like full of whiskey. Yeah, little barrels. Yeah. St. Bernard the game. Where's that at? I'm sure it exists. Oh, that'd be cool. You could like rescue people out on the icy trail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Uh,. That article, speaking of the cat game, uh, that's our story about the PlayStation Plus uh, lineup for July. So next week, uh, if you have the extra or premium tier, you can get uh, Stray, the game we're talking about there. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, the PS5 version, now joins the PS Plus lineup. The original was already in there. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, and a lot of the Assassin's Creed games, Saints Row 4 and Gat Out of Hell. And most importantly, Paw Patrol on a roll. That's what we need. It's going to be the main that download That is what there. we need. And the classics added are No Heroes Allowed and Local Roco Midnight Carnival. So I recently wrote about the PS Plus changed tiers. And I think it's a really promising system, the way they've mm-hmm. got it set up. I think it's a real contender for, for Game Pass. And this lineup for the extra tier kind of supports that like there's a lot of stuff they're adding here like that's the assassin's creed games alone could keep you busy for quite a while because i've missed most of these ones they're adding here i'm less enthused about the classics being added like that's kind of a slow burn in the department that needs it the most but has anyone else checked out ps plus yet no no i'm not a playstation no not yet i have one i don't touch it it scares me though i can make it pink right now if i want to oh that's right we can make it pink or blue. We have a blue one too. No, you got the black one, right? I got black and we have pink. Yeah. So there you go. Those are like my high school colors, black and pink. I loved it when I was in high school. <laughs> well, yeah. PS Plus should scare you things. I think I think they are coming for Game Pass on this one. Mm-hmm. Good stand up. I'll fight them. I'll fight them. I'll fight them. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the one story that's been hanging out on the front page for a while now is um, the Echo series bringing back Charlie Cox mm. and Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, uh, that one has been holding on to this trending stories yeah. page for a minute. 
Like it keeps <laughs> it keeps going down, but then coming back up. So people want those people back. I definitely do. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, yeah, no. This was kind of on the the writing for this was kind of on the wall when Hawkeye finished too, right? They pretty much mm-hmm. said as much mm-hmm. without officially saying as much. So um, now that's actually, I, I believe it's actually filming now. And there's been rumors about Jessica Jones, uh, Kristen Ritter yeah, too. Yeah, I heard that too. Like that'll be. I love her. I love her so very much. So very much. She she had a TV show called The Bee in Apartment Twenty Three. Oh, terrible yeah, show, but yeah. I loved it. <laughs> so, yeah, I just I, I'm really want to see. Um, I really want to see Mike Coulter come back as Luke Cage because that second season was so good, and that poor show like just didn't get to take off the way it deserved to. None of us like care about um, Iron Fist, eh? Like nobody seems to ever care about Iron Fist. Yeah, that's, that was a yes, that no. I enjoyed it when I watched me, it. I liked it. But... I enjoyed it, but I, I there's no like I need it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I I, I didn't get around to it because I had was hearing from a lot of um, you know reliable sources that it wasn't very good. And I heard the second season did better, but at that point, I think a lot of like a lot of fan yeah. um, like credibility had been lost at that point, right? So I, yeah, I enjoyed it. It just was better. Yeah, it just never. I watched all those shows. I. I I've never been disappointed by one of them, yeah. but it just wasn't as memorable and as like I never I'll bonded be, as much with the characters. I, I, I mean, in it personally, I think Daredevil has been consistent. Although I didn't watch the third season because oh. that just sort of, sort of like slipped. It. I heard it was really good. Just slipped by. Just sort of slipped by me. Um, yeah. I wasn't crazy about the second or third season of Jessica Jones. I thought the first season was like incredibly yeah. strong. Um, and then second season was a little bit, I don't know, it just felt like it meandered a little too much. And then the third season kind of just went off the rails. But like Luke Cage was like, that was. I don't remember the first was, season of Jessica Jones, to be honest. Me it's, it's, it's all focused about her friend having superpowers and kind of going off the deep end. Yeah, I'll like, give you that. I didn't, that was, I didn't I, love I, that. I, I like that part myself. But again, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. It's just because, and she was just such an unlikable character too with her superpower. And it's like, um, and not like in a like I don't know it still felt like she like like they were trying to make her sympathetic not like a you're supposed to hate her like Homelander yeah, kind of way yeah but you did hate her like I hated her too yeah that's I'm what I mean her. um but yeah that like it was a whole th- I think it was the whole thing where it was like oh yeah no Miss Castro like nailed it then and, and especially with um um what's his name their doctor who yeah. playing him yeah, was like so, David oh yeah he was so good as the Purple Man mm-hmm. holy shit. Um, but no, like Luke Cage was that weird one because the first season felt really like really goofy to me, and I was kind of like, okay, like this is fun, but it's like it's weird how these other ones have this like very like serious tone, and this one's kind of like campy. And then the second season was just like so good. The Bushman was such a good villain. Like I don't think I remember even this. Everything season, to be honest with you. Oh, it's so. You're not good. huge into Marvel though, either, Brendan. Yeah, like, really. did you watch them all? <laughs> yeah, I think so, but I don't remember. <laughs> I think so. See, for me, it's Punisher though. <laughs> Punisher. Oh, is... Punisher was really. Oh, the... yeah. Punisher was really good too. I will and watch John Bernthal was John like Bernthal's in perfect now. casting. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it was. I perfect hated casting him on Walking him. Dead because obviously, like, you're supposed... kind of supposed to. Yeah. 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 Hated his guts, and then uh, saw him as the Punisher, and he was great. Mm-hmm. He's actually um, in one of the movies uh, that's coming out for Fantasia. Um, 
Oh, I'm trying to, it's called, oh, I got to tell you what it's called. It's uh, directed by Lena Dunham. She oh, yeah, also yeah. acts huh, in hmm. it and stuff. I'm trying to find the name of it real quick. She hasn't, done <laughs> she hasn't really been in anything for a while, I think. Yeah, oh, she, she directed it. I, I want to say she wrote it. Sharp Stick is what it's okay. called. And apparently it's real dirty. <laughs> Just in case you're wondering. Uh, I'm down tracks. for some John Berthal. John Berthal. That, that tracks for Lena Dunham, too. She wrote it and directed. That sounds like a yep. Yep. Well, I've, I've seen girls. John Bernthal's yeah, a fantastic actor, though. Like he, like oh yeah, no, he's really good. He a few times on like Mark Man, I think it was. It's just it's got a tense work ethic, and he really, really gets it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I wanted to come back to Iron Fist. Actually, like I liked the first season, and then I went. It, it, it's one of those things where like I'll, I'll watch something, and then I'll go see what people say about, it, and I go, oh, why didn't you guys, you guys ban stuff that? I, I, I had nothing wrong with it, but what mm-hmm. really kind of bug me about it not getting more is that at the end of the second season calling wing becomes the iron fist and that's what that's when i was like yes now more of this show please and they, they cut it off there so oh. they really they really got to an interesting point where like the better character on the show kind of stepped into the role and then they yeah kind of, i get that same same with luke cage's ending too like luke cage ended on such a cliffhanger note mm-hmm. where, like, mm-hmm. his entire like path was thrown in, into question and then nothing else happened so yeah especially having spider-man more street level in the mcu these days i really want to see them come back in some form because they have been pretty yeah. places for him to pop up but yeah i mean well i mean throwing uh throwing charlie cox into uh no way home was definitely mm-hmm. at least that little little bit of that carrot on the stick right that maybe it'll be maybe they'll be showing up later on and they are He's a very good lawyer <laughs> Unless you watch um, that that amazing edit that someone made, where that scene is replaced, it's it's Saul Goodman <laughs> instead. Oh, <God>. <laughs> it's <laughs> so What's good. What's the girl's name in da- Daredevil? I can never remember her name. She's been in a ton um, of stuff that I love. Uh, Redhead. Oh, I don't. I'm not sure. I was thinking of Rosario. Oh, also. I don't know. Also, her. She's great too. But um, yeah. Yeah, she she's the uh, the the assistant. Girl, oh, kind Deborah, of and she was Deborah from Ann True Blood. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she was uh, from True Blood. I adore her. Oh, that well. one, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and Moss. Oh, I'm looking up the wrong Daredevil. I'm like Ben Affleck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, where would he show up? <laughs> yeah, I missed that scene. Oh. It's funny that first... uh, Foggy, his friend. Every, every time I see him in something else, he, he gets around like he was in Mighty Ducks and stuff. Every time yeah. I see him in something since Daredevil, I point the screen and go, "Senior Foggy Law," like the, like the one lady does <laughs> on, the, on the show. That's, that's just his name. Now. <laughs> that's beautiful. Uh, I have a guy like that. Um, I watched Heroes many, many moons ago, mm. and there's that show existed. yeah, uh, there's one character uh, named uh, Matt Parkman, and yeah, Matt Parkman. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we do as baby Matt Parkman because he sees him as like a child and goes, it's baby Matt Parkman. <laughs> and now every time I see that guy, I'm like, it's baby Matt Parkman. Great it's been a long yeah. time. I still do it. Just saying. Just watch the new Star Wars movies. He's in a couple of them. So I can say baby Matt Parkman? Well, X-Wing pilot Matt Parkman. Okay. He was so well, good. He's on grown up. I love, I love that character on that show. That first season was so good. Yeah, there you go. Notice how I said that first season. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's probably going to do it for us for tonight. Um, it's a pretty good place this week, end, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us for episode 400, and hope you stick around for 400 more. 
Yeah. Uh, oh I, I read more on these topics. <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating now. <laughs> <laughs> See you in another 12 years. Jeez. No, 10 years. 10 years. It's been 10 years. It's still too many yeah. years. Yeah. Anyways, if you'd like to read more on these topics and more, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search mm-hmm. CG Mag. You'll find us. And if you have any questions or comments, send them to podcast at cgmagonline.com. Uh, Jordan, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me sometimes on Instagram, sometimes on TikTok at NinjaXJordan. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube at Ninja Jordan Reviews. Hey. Um, you can find me at the Dana Eileen on most things. Mm-hmm. Good luck spelling it. <laughs> that's your homework. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Dana can be spelled weird. Uh, and so can Eileen. Well, just most people just can't figure it out. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We're fine. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> Somebody called me Eileen in my email today. I'm like, my grandmother would be happy, I guess. That was her name. <laughs> anyway, too much information. Closing it. And I can be found at bfry26 on everything. And you can find me uh, Twitter at Hugafi or here on Twitch at Guild Two Taps. Uh, so yeah, thanks for joining us, and we'll catch you next week. Bye.